0: Sins and Kofi, your go-to podcast for society and culture conversations hosted by I, Prioba. Today, on Sims & Coffee, we look at power play in the workspace. Specifically, the freelancing space, the greenhouse for free labor. Freelancing is amazing when you're in contract with the right employer. Otherwise, Ask around, Moakaneno can tell you. From academic writing to public speaking training to set books, I have done a lot of freelance and seen the ups and downs of the space. One thing I'd like to point out is that it's an amazing space for you to grow at your own pace, for you to get contracts you're interested in, for you to set your own working hours and all that. But today we ask the question, is tit for tat a fair game? Specifically, is it fair game in freelancing? uh, hi everyone welcome to yet another episode of sins and coffee i hope you are well what was your aha moment this week for me (laughs) it is that tit for tat is an awesomely fair game welcome so a lot of online writers around roy sambo will not tell you this but freelancing is an extremely draining spot just as much as entrepreneurship freelancing entrepreneurship siblings The effort you put into that work can easily go down the drain when your employer decides to block you after you've submitted your work or they can decide to shortchange you and pay you less in comparison to what you had agreed before. By the way, if your friend does freelance, especially those who do online writing or those Twitter influencers, we see them every day with hashtags they don't even use, send them some money because life is tough for them, extremely tough. On Today's episode I was taking a few trips down memory lane on my work study days when I was in campus and I realized that where where Nilikipitia and with that trip I realized I had a lot of ideas on how you can handle deal breakers in freelancing. This episode is not going to tell you to be the bigger person, so if you want to be the bigger person, go. This episode is not going to tell you to forgive and forget. Mm-mm. This episode is going to tell you to fight for your dues. Reasonably, of course, there are no blows here So two stories caught my mind (laughs) So once upon a time in my life when I was doing freelancing a lady asked me to work for her I think she was doing public relations or something of the sort and She wanted me to do her term paper and then later sit for her exams online. I was like fine. That's money for me so of course Freelancers don't really have that con- that conscience of being like, Way, I can empty." No, we do it. It's for the money. Now, when her term paper was done, and she submitted it, and she said she did well, you know, with all those things, she calls me and she's like, "Listen." Eh, we had agreed I'm going to pay you this amount but I think I'm going to deduct 30% because I think when I look at the word count, even if the work was well marked and all that, I don't think I can give you 100% of what you're asking for she literally shortchanged me after she had already submitted her work and you are asking me not to be petty, but it's true, I'm not a petty person so, I was like fine I need the extra money, it's fine I'll continue working for her well, we continue now the exams come and i feel like this day i had smoked something i had inhaled something on my way to work and i was feeling like Ay, Abana, you should change me twice because if you should change me for your tampepa definitely you're gonna should change me for your exam so i was like "Uh, uh-uh, no you're not going to change me twice but then i didn't tell her i was not going to do it no 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 I wanted to wait until the last second and catch her off guard like she caught me off guard with my money. So, you shall change me for work I had done and you pass. I'm like, okay, fine. Let's wait for your exam. So we are chill. The D-Day comes. She ring him. No answer. She ring him. No answer. I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not even picking the call. I was just like, listen, I want you to Jijazia where your 30% is going to the way I had to Jijazia myself. And i said no i'm not doing it in retrospect when i look back that was very petty of me but i felt so satisfied within me like up to date i can escape because i feel like this person did me dirty and i didn't do her dirty i just stopped doing anything for her and that was enough for me now the second story this one was a bittersweet because i feel like this person was a very good friend of mine that i was working for so I did a dissertation, they went and submitted, and even recorded how the lecturers were extremely happy with the work and all that. And they came back, and now the thing came on payment born. Payment! These people kept postponing, postponing, postponing. And I was like, the next time they brought me a paper, because it was it was like, Yo, bro, hey, Niajes, you do another paper for me. I'm like, listen, chill. Enough is enough. You pay me what you owe me, but you find another writer. Because I feel... It's an extremely unfair power play where you, the person who needs the help the most, thinks you can take advantage of the person who can literally get this work anywhere else if they want it. So it's like, no, just pay me what you owe me, find another writer. Because people get too comfortable when they do not think they owe you anything. You know? Yeah, you've done my paper. Yeah, I've passed. But I, why should I give you all that money? See, I just give you less because I know you'll do more. Uh, The same way, somebody else is willing to pay for that full amount, you know. So, when I look at the second scenario, the friendship blurred the lines. And it's not right because the owner of the work, uh, uh, and it's not right. It's just not right because the owner of the work who actually needs the work feels like they have a lot of power and takes advantage of the situation and the friendship and they end up short-changing the freelancer who's actually at work who can just go and freelance elsewhere so I think at this point the freelancer is okay to go decide that they want to work for somebody else or not to do your work and there is nothing wrong with that and by the way to anybody who will then suggest that the freelancer is in the wrong for refusing to do a certain job then there is a high possibility you're part of the people who are trying to power play the freelancers into taking less and doing more and for me I will not habitate and I will not grow in that greenhouse of free labor. No. Because if you look at freelancing, this is not where you water the grass as a freelancer. No, you actually go where the grass is greener because the person who's meant to water the grass is not you. And so if the person you're dealing with is not watering the grass, ai mama, baba, shoo. Move on. That's just it in my opinion tit for tat is giving back in equal measure what has been done to you i mean if you put if you put out an action there's definitely going to be a reaction right and there are going to be repercussions that come with that reaction right so the repercussions or rather let me use the word effects the effects can be positive where we continue working together or they can be negative where somebody decides you know what no i'm done with this i want to work with somebody else No. When you give back in equal measure, it just means the effort the person was putting, you're also putting the same effort. I mean, isn't, isn't it fair? Is it? I don't know. In my opinion, it's fair. Now, in this society, religion will tell you to turn the other cheek. You're slapped on this side, given that the they slap you. Humanity will tell you to be the bigger person. I am telling you to be practical because we are all adults, we are all paying bills, fuel is constantly going up, KPLC is constantly deducting money from us. You have bills to pay. This is not the time to be the bigger person, this is time to be practical. This is the time to sit down and calculate. Is it beneficial for me to work for this person? And if it's not beneficial, do I have the liberty to pick another job? Yes, you do. Because this is not the colonization era where somebody has a stamp on your name and says, I own you. No, they do not own you. You get to go where you want to go. So, tit for tat, in my opinion, is a practical method. And it's a sort of accountability where you ask someone to either pay their dues or to hit the highway. I mean, there are more freelancers on the highway who can do it at a cheaper price. And we all know what happens with cheaper prices. So, if somebody doesn't want a fair game, from my trip down memory lane, I told you I learned a few things. Here is what to do. Number one, set your boundaries. In any area in life, you need to define your boundaries. Be it in relationships, be it in your workspace, be it in your social spaces, you need to draw boundaries. You need to set green lines, you need to set red lines, you need to determine how much is too much for you. For you, not for anybody else, just for you. Because if you're determining it for other people Then they're constantly going to shortchange you They're constantly going to get the better end of the deal And you're there unsatisfied Then you become bitter Then you become depressed Then you lose the psych for work Blah 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 So many things can happen All these can be sorted out if you just set boundaries and decide This is my rate per hour This is my rate for your complete job This is the duration during which you need to pay me If you cannot manage It's okay. I'm ready to let go of you. Number two, if you're dealing with a new client, always ask for a deposit or somebody to pay you up front. Whether it's a contract for you to just draw a plan for them, don't do work and then submit and then wait for them to pay. And I've noticed this trend with influencers and celebrities where you hear small businesses and MSMEs complaining that we gave this person our product They were promising to pay at this time. And because they were famous, we thought, let's just give it to them. No, 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 that's your business. That's your work. That puts bread on your table. And you do not need the validation of somebody who does not value what you're adding to their lives. What you need is for them to pay you because that validation is not going to pay your bills. Unless you people have agreed that I'm not going to pay you gonna give you this product or i'm gonna give you this service and then you'll post it on your socials because that will bring me more clients that's fine but if it's something you are selling to them and they need to pay for it let people pay you up front at least a slight percentage that way even if you do the work or the service and they decide they don't want to pay the other half you have something you can say where well, at least at Michezwa, i have this to hold on to now a lot of people are extremely timid when it comes to contracts and when it comes to businesses because some people will feel like, no, the other person has more power, they can go to somebody else. Listen, work on your value addition, work on your unique differentiations in that even if they walk to the other person, it doesn't hurt you so much that you think to do away with classes like somebody paying a certain percentage upfront, because if your value is worth it in your eyes, it doesn't matter. If you lose two clients along the way, because you know those people did not respect your skills enough to stick to your terms, and at this point, when I'm talking of value addition, you should actually be doing your work. I'm not encouraging laziness and asking for payments. That's entitlement. Number three, do not be, do not, do not try this um, idea of mixing friendship with business. Stay away from. Hey, have clear lines. Have clear lines. Because as a freelancer, I can tell you, the moment you mix friendship and your business, you're done for. You're done for. There's no way around it, because it stops being work; it starts becoming favors. Hmm? Like how I call a few friends of mine. Um, Some are advocates, others are doctors. So, wakili, can I, can I wakili a quick one? You, you know, you get my point. That mixing of businesses and friendships. We'll always reach a point where you cannot control the magnitude the friendship is having on the business. So the influence of the friendship is so great that you as a freelancer are now doing free labor. You're in the greenhouse being marinated, ready for people to come ask for favors. You do favors for them, they go succeed with your favors. They tell you thank you and we proceed with life. Listen, if you draw up a contract that says... I and so and so are getting into a business, it doesn't matter if you two are friends. As long as you drew the line by setting a boundary, by asking for payments up front, by drawing a contract and all that, it's a fair tit for tat situation. Number four, ask yourself what you can do without. Sometimes we want to heap everything on our plate. You want to do Johnny's work, you want to do Kevo's work, you want to do brio's work, you want to do all of them. And it's mean there's nothing wrong if you have the time to do all of them there's nothing wrong with that it's absolutely fine in fact the more the merrier because the the more at least you get to add into your savings reserve investment reserve and all that but if you reach a point where you're carrying more than you can on your shoulders then you need to stop and i mean that in the kindest way you need to stop Because you're going to reach a point where you burn out and before you recover and get back on track, you will have lost more than you would have lost if you just decided this is my threshold and I'm not going beyond it. Unless, of course, I drop something within the threshold and I have room for something inside the threshold. You really need to determine what you can do without because when you determine what you can do without, you can easily decide and even bring it out objectively that so and so this (coughs) this is not possible and they won't feel bad because you'll have your reasoning as to why this is what I can do and this is what I cannot do second last point be savage you are working everybody is working in this era everybody is fixing their life Trying to be a better person, trying to build a house, trying to collect assets here and there, trying to invest in stocks. Be savage. You know what you're doing in that freelancing, right? It's probably not only to pay the bills. It's probably also to grow yourself. So why do you want to be lenient with your own? You know, that's like your workspace. You know, that's like your baby. And you're trying to win it so that it can grow. So you need to be savage with that. Decide. This is not working, this is not practical, this is what I will do, these are my timelines, and voila, work with it. Do not let yourself be distracted by things that are extremely minimal. And the easiest distraction that comes is when you start looking at what other people are doing. You need to determine what's your own skill and pick it and go with it. You know, you can either be a baker, you could be a candle maker. You could be a seller, I don't know, whatever you decide, but with it, be savage, be content with it and decide, I'm going to make you grow. It doesn't matter the distractions and challenges that I come across. It doesn't matter how well other person's skill is working for them. This is what I think is my strength and I'm going to build on it until it reaches that point where I'm seeing the fruits. And finally, invest in yourself first before anybody else. When you start looking at that freelancing as you investing in yourself, then you're not going to be scared of how oh, Sijui, I will lose Johnny in Bravo if I don't do this for them. No. You will invest in yourself first. You will realize the easiest way for me to lose Joni is if I don't have one, two, three skills. and you'll build those skills. Remember, at this point, you'll be building them for you, not for those people. You'll be building them to attract more people that want the similar service as that which so-and-so would have wanted. So, If you ask me, tit for tat is such a fair game. Give them what they want to give you. Give you what you want to give yourself. And overall, just serve it. Serve it to everybody. But in conclusion, if your friend is a freelancer, send them some. They need it. Life is tough for freelancers. At the end of the day, play fair. Cheers.